Welcome to Feel Good Sports. Jen, it is a Christmas bonus episode. Who knew? I didn't know we were going to have a bonus episode, but I we didn't had know to. either. Look, it's true that we did take a break. Some might say an indefinite break from cricket, and that's, that's not really about us. No. <laughs> Huge news coming out Friday morning. There was whispers of it throughout the week as Meg Lanning was witnessed having Thursday morning. Today's Friday. Yeah. Whispers across the week. Oh, yeah. And then Friday morning, Australian team announced Lanning back. Yeah. Six months in the bank, rested. From a fan perspective, rip in. I'm so happy. Very excited. Very excited. Uh, You texted me yesterday. The, kind of the headline that Lanning was seen training at Junction Oval and I low-key had a tiny meltdown. <laughs> I was so stoked. Let's talk a little bit about the India series okay. and then we can go Back into what it. this means going forward because there's still heaps of cricket to come for this summer and we weren't really anticipating Look, we weren't putting any eggs in the basket when it came to Meg because she has to do what's good for her. She didn't play the WBBL. She didn't play the India series. And we were like, the World Cup is coming up. What does this mean? So I reckon it'll mean she'll feature for Victoria in some WNCL games and then into the Pakistan the um, yeah Pakistan one day yeah. series. So India, tell me yes. the results from India. Well, the Aussies took the series out 4-1. And it was a really good series. It was really competitive. It was really competitive. 4-1 doesn't make it sound as competitive as I think it actually was. Yeah, I think all but one of the games were really, really close. Australia, with no Lanning, no Haynes there, I feel like we saw them reinvent themselves again. This is the thing about this side that is exciting over the last little while. Like Since you, you cast your mind back five or six years ago when they lost the World Cup and had a good hard look at themselves about how they wanted to play their cricket... But it's like they continually then go, let's look again. What else can we do? Where Absolutely. can we take this game? How can we – How? what's enjoyable cricket for us to watch and therefore what's enjoyable cricket for us to play? And that's what they're giving us. Like Harris and Gardner, you know, the last 10 overs scoring, what, 120 or something off those last 10 overs. Perry coming back in and having a series, the best series T20 bat that she's ever had. The batting was scintillating, but the bowling also did their job. It was really, we have essentially three new kind of looks at some potential staple players in Phoebe Litchfield, who is brand new to the international scene. Got the chance to open in the last game because of Healy's injury, the calf injury, which rules Healy out of the Pakistan one day tour. So fingers crossed for her. That's not too long-term a recovery. But Litchfield got to go up and open the batting in the last game. Didn't go on with it, but just it's the first of many sightings we're going to have of Phoebe yeah. Litchfield, I feel. And she did look really intentional and she, she didn't look hesitant or anything like that, which I liked. Uh, we saw Kim Garth, who has previously played internationally for Ireland and is now playing for Australia. She did a great job as well. Mm. But big news, your girl HG... Yes, HG, little Nemo. She took seven wickets, as did Ash Gardner. So they were the leading wicket takers for Australia and for the series, I think, taking the seven wickets. And HG got a hat-trick. The second Australian woman to take a hat-trick in T20 uh, internationals. At the same venue, I believe. Same venue as Megan Shute. Absolutely. That's way too small a world. 
it is a bit bizarre and kind of adorable. <laughs> they did some social social media posts on it afterwards, and it was great. Um, what I trick. like that's just <laughs> incredible. And she didn't know she was on the hat trick ball until Talia McGrath ran over and was like, "Hey, you're on a hat trick ball." I think Ash Gardner said, "Do you want some catches or something like that?" And she's like, "Why?" And she's like, "Um, I guess." <laughs> So that was really cool, really exciting from the Australians. The thing that I was the most excited about, though, was India putting Australia down in the second game. Why? The Super Over game. Yeah. Look, Australia is the only T20 international they lost this year. But I think it's so important for Australian, for world cricket and for Australian cricket for us not to constantly be steamrolling I agree. Every team. And especially with India bringing up a women's IPL next year, we're going to see a lot more challenge. They pushed Australia really hard in the Commonwealth Games and we've got a World Cup coming up and we don't want it to be a given thing that Australia's going to take Do you have any favourites that came out of it for India for you? I have one. I, like, you go. So my favourite play, Indian player is Harmanpreet Kaur. Sure. But she didn't have a huge series. I just think she's great. Risha Ghosh. <laughs> that was the one I was going to say. Risha Ghosh just destroyed, didn't she? Like coming in as a pinch hitter in the back end of each innings, she was so consistent. I, you know how I love consistency. We didn't see the best of Shafali Verma. So both Shafali Verma and Risha Ghosh are under 19. So they'll be playing the under 19 Women's World Cup as well. Look out. It's terrifying it's what the so Indian good. squad is going to look like for the under-19 World Cup. Uh, so, yeah, yeah, Risha hit seven sixes. Grace Harris hit eight for the series, both doing that role of trying to bring home and score off the back end, which is not always – been easy for the women's game because the ball's gotten softer the field is out and yet we saw from this series from both teams their ability to back end scores and accelerate and they're both they both have that really strong build so they're monstering the ball and it look it's so entertaining to watch you know how I love Grace Harris it was beyond exciting to see her just go boom particularly in that last game had a strike rate of over 200 I was hoping for this with the WBBL and it did not happen. So seeing that in India, I freaked out. <laughs> um, you mentioned Perry. So she was the second highest run scorer of the series behind um, Miss Consistent Beth Mooney. But it was her strike rate that will be what people are so excited about for Elise Perry. 160 plus strike rate for her. Gosh, you were mentioning 170 plus strike rate. Uh, and, yeah, as I said, these are players coming in when the field is spread. The ball is older. It's softer. The slower bowlers are on. There's not a lot of, excuse me, pace into it. And so the batting for me, this Indian series went to another level and it was a thoroughly entertaining. The bowlers, their budgets are different. So now you've sort of got to figure out, well, hang on, where we've rated them before, it's okay if we're going at eights and over, if we can go anything under eight, it's a massive tick. Yeah. So now we see a different way there. Um, I think we missed Darcy Brown the first couple of games, just having someone who could bowl quickly yep. and put people on the back foot. So, yeah, I feel like whilst the batting probably got the, I suppose, the headlines, that the, any bowler that could manage to 
have a an under an under eight over or under six over was was magic and taking wickets at key times was yeah. and developing that ability to strangle the batters who were hitting you fifteen meters back over the rope. Um, it was a really really good series and it came across so well on the coverage with the noise of the crowd. So to the Indian public, well done, outstanding effort in getting around and supporting because it came that atmosphere came through to me and Did I you know thought that, it was great. Um, for the first two games, I think tickets were free and then after that, tickets were free for women and girls and men and boys play, paid um, okay. like for, di- for their tickets. I didn't know that. After that, which was really cool and huge crowds throughout, which was amazing. They had a crowd of almost 46,000 for that super, super over match, which was really incredible, incredible. Because uh, it's it's not a World Cup or anything. It's just it's the last international series of the year for sure. But it was immense, and uh, I, I'm so stoked with how India gets around cricket generally and gets around the, has gotten around the women's game in the last year because their their team is performing so well, yeah. and they have the IPL coming up. It's a really exciting moment and India doing well, India putting resources and time into the women's game changes what that looks like globally. We saw it with the men's game and it's happening for the women's game too. Part of me still sits in the like disappointment of what's taken you so long because I feel like they've missed, they have got missed opportunity but we can't sit in the missed opportunity se- section. We'd, we have to get behind We'd be here all day. It. Yeah, <laughs> it, we would be. That's, that's the only thing for India is I'm like, you could have been a powerhouse for the past 10 years. Absolutely. Look out what's coming now. So. Yeah, I have a couple of questions around seeing what the batting lineup particularly did in India and going, that's immense. Where does Meg Lanning sit in that? I don't know. Hey, like, oh, she tends to like to be number three. I think in the WBBL she's always looked good opening, but you're not changing Healy Mooney as long as Healy's fit. Um, for this is for T20. Um so just shot straight back into number three and everyone shifts down one, potentially. I mean, a Litchfield mate then come back out again of those yeah. sides. Um, T-Mac can't go anywhere. She's staying. And then you look at Perry and you go, oh, You can't move her right now, can you? How can you get rid of that? Yeah. So it's a really – And also Ash Gardner. Ash Gardner like, bowling and batting now. What are you going to do? Grace Harris. How do you fit them all in? What a ridiculously – luxurious position to be in as a selector and also what a headache. Yeah, I don't want to be that guy. So I'm assuming that the WBBL and this India series has a pretty big impact on how selection looks for the summer and like for Pakistan and and for the World Cup in South Africa. Meg Lanning having not played those games, what is the situation there? Because she is the captain and she has taken that leave. How does she prove her fitness for selection? And is there like is there like a difference when you're the captain? Do you have to pr- – what do you have to no. prove for yourself? No, I think realistically <clears throat> for her, it's it's imagine she ripped her hammy and it, you go through six months of she's got to go through different protocols. Yep, you're back to running, you're back to hitting in the nets, back to fielding, everything at full pace. Great, tick, 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 tick. Back to captaining Australia. It's not really that different. The assumption is that she's still meat lending. Exactly right. <laughs> she And she'll be back training again. So she'll hit a lot of balls. She'll do what she needs to do to be right. She's not going to just be like, oh, the game's Saturday, Friday. Hey, guys, I think I might put my boots on for the first time. Yeah, we're almost we're almost a month out so from she, the uh, Pakistan series. So, and you've got to remember she's training already. there's years and years of 
conditioning. skill and conditioning yeah. in her. So no doubt there'll be some rust. There'll be some moments where will be like, whoops, but it'll come fairly quickly. Uh, the Pakistan series provides a great opportunity for her to do that. So what I love about this is that you're smiling your whole way through this conversation. <laughs> That's great for, for cricket in Australia. It's also great for she, female athletes and athletes generally to see such a dominant player on the world scene kind of going, actually, I'm, I'm not right, I need some time. Yeah. And she put out a statement on her social media saying, you know, she took the time. It's really important that you do do that when you don't feel like you're in, in control of what's going on. And it is good for young athletes coming up particularly to go, okay, the expectation should be to also be right with myself. And I think, like me, pure fan in this instance, I think I'd set myself up for she may not come back because she has achieved so, so much and has played from 16, 17 years old consistently. It's been this next tour is the biggest tour. No, now this one's the biggest tour. This is the biggest tournament constantly. Big, 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 must perform, must perform. Um, And I thought, well, I mean, at the end of the day, if she doesn't come back, a bit like your Ash Barty where you go – selfishly I wish you were still playing because I enjoy watching you but good on you so I was sort of in that area and then when you thought oh I'm hearing she's back training I just couldn't help myself I was like oh actually I'm really happy about this this is great to have her back and the thing for me is imagine a Meg Lanning that gives zero f's in the sense that it's not about her not caring she will care there's no way she doesn't care about something that intent is there but what if there's more freedom and more expression and more innovation or just fun comes out in her play? A bit what we've talked about with Elise Perry. What if that also comes to this? How fun. Yeah. This is going to be a ride. I can't wait for this ride. And also it's not just about the summer for us. We finish our summer and then we roll through the the English summer as well. And there's a lot of cricket going on constantly almost at the moment, but the Pakistan series, super exciting, but this upcoming World Cup is going to be huge because there's like this fresh feeling around the Australian team right now. It's going to be awesome. It is going to be awesome. And what we're also probably going to see is maybe some others take moments of three months here or there of break because unfortunately the international schedule now is massive. I can't believe I'm sitting here saying, unfortunately, the international schedule is massive. But so for Australia, we talk constantly about the depth of the Australian team and we've just talked about how difficult it's going to be to to put Meg Lanning back in and take someone out who, and pretty much all the Australian team is in great form right now. But that's the great thing. Surely we should be able to go, okay, if Ash Gardner needs to take three months, she can take three months. We'll put someone else in there because we have the people, we have the players. There should be kind of freedom for that. And I think we get really... There's always that fear as a player. You give, what's the saying? Like you give, give, don't give another mug an even break. Yeah. Big summer. It's going to be amazing. The rest of the summer, I should say, still to come. Pakistan series is going to be great. There's some players who missed out from the T20, so the likes of Heather Graham and Grace Harris aren't making this 50-over series. Jess Jonathan's got to prove her fitness. Healy is missing out because of her injury. But they are still very much in the frame for the next the part, Cup. the World Cup, and now we just get something to look forward to. So welcome back, Meg Lanning. We're glad to have you back. And Merry Christmas, team. Have the back good holidays. The break. <laughs> break, See you break, in January. <laughs> <laughs> Later.